Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fresh Anointing International Church with yours truly, Dr. Coderes Cowan Sr. Welcome to a new beginning, shifting from tradition to transformation, salvation, miracles, and deliverance, operating in the five-fold ministry, heavy in the prophetic and healing anointing. The Fresh Anointing International Church aims to fulfill the Great Commission, advance the gospel of the kingdom, train and equip God's people to impact a lost world. We are a non-denominational, multi-generational, Bible-based, and multi-cultural ministry. That's right. Listen, our ultimate goal is to reach cities, <laughs> change nations, and touch the world. We believe in healing, miracles, signs, and wonders, and even deliverance. I'm asking each and every one of you, after you listen to this live experience, hallelujah, that you share the link on your page, on your social media pages, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, you can even share it on Snapchat, <laughs> and tell somebody to tune in. That is a prophetic word that's getting ready to come your way. You don't want to miss. Stay tuned for more.
You just heard, it's Turn Around For My Good by Vashon Mitchell. Listen, listen, listen. The word that we have today, entitled, there have to be some boundaries. That's what the Lord has placed in my spirit uh, to release on this morning. There have to be some boundaries. There, There have to be some boundaries. In order for the marriage, friendship, or relationship to be very productive and not seductive, we have to have some boundaries and know our boundaries. And there are a lot of women and even men out here who don't know their boundaries. In these days and time, a, 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 a man got to have some kind of boundaries, yeah, to, to be a man. Even God has boundaries defined through the scripture, what he expects, what he allows, what he feels, what he likes, what he tolerates, and what he dislikes. He told her, there shall be no other God before me. He, he, he set up some boundaries. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked way, then I will heal from heaven and I will heal their land. God has some boundaries and God has a divine order that he goes by. God is very particular about what he allows in his yard. <laughs> Uh, you, you Bible scholars, you Bible readers, remember when Jesus came into the temple and saw uh, how they were handling all kinds of things in the house of God. He decided to kick over the table, pull out his whip and say, I'm not having a spirit of confusion in my church, but there shall be a fact, a place of divine order. This will be a place of peace. This this will be a place where you have cleared the pastor, the choir, the dancer, the musician, the usher, the deacons, your husband, your wife, or your children are not the star, but I am the main attraction. When you come into the house of God, don't focus on what people are doing, saying, or trying to do. Just keep your focus on me, and I'll handle the rest. And even the mess. God has some orders and rules he wants us to live by and live up to his expectation and not our expectation or people expectation. You, you know, when I when I when I was when I was growing up, my mother shared with me that even God get tired of us and grace will soon run out. Let me say that again. When I was growing up, my mother always shared with me that even God get tired. And grace will soon run out. It only it's only so long and so far that God gonna let you get away with stuff before you're gonna be held accountable for the actions that you do. There are just certain things we do say or go ought to be some boundaries in our life. That there are some things we do say and places we go should just go against the grain, especially when God has a calling and anointing and has set you aside. 
We are the boundaries of our own responsibility. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, he said to Adam, here is your boundaries, order. Be fruitful, subdue the earth, and rule. Notice this here. He never told Adam to make another man. Y'all hear me. He never told Adam to make another man. Why? That's not your responsibility. But all you are supposed to do is maintain what I have given you, have order over it, and multiply. People who have a problem with you growing and multiplying does not understand the will of God over your life. Let me say it again. People who have a problem with you growing and multiplying do not understand the will of God over your life. There is nothing biblical that demands you to maintain. For, for, for you, for you, for you to maintain, for you to maintain, for you to maintain is demonic. Because for you to flourish in the principle of God, you're supposed to be stretching what you have until you get to the next place. There is no sign of favor for people who just get a check, cash it, and spend it. But I kill the Lord saying, who is thinking in a different dimension to say, this is the gift that God has given unto me, but I want to multiply it. God gave me the authority to be fruitful and multiply. It's a shame that people who grow up with, people you can grow up with, live in an old neighborhood, come back years later, and they're doing the same thing over and over again. And, and, and you know the funny thing about they get mad at you thinking you acting funny with them. Come on, somebody. Or you acting like you more. Uh-huh. Yeah, you acting like you're more than them. And what, 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 what you fail to realize and understand is simple. They can't, app, uh, they can't, hallelujah, apprehend that, that you have a call on your life. And they have a call as well. They just not fruitful and multiple. They're not fruitful and multiple. Your job is to do better than you've been doing. Let me say that again. Your job is to do better than you've been doing. Your responsibility is to have more than what you ever had in your life. Because the call on your life is to expand your gift. If you're not doing that, you are out of order and you're out of bounds. If you're not doing it, you're out of order and you are out of bounds. Second Samuel chapter 11, just follow me as I paint the picture to show you and help you to understand about having order and having some, some, some boundaries. Every man and woman have to sit up and live with some boundaries, especially our men. We have to have some boundaries. A man with no boundaries has no order. I said a man with no boundaries has no order. A man with no boundaries has no discipline. A man with no boundaries is reckless. A man with no boundaries is out of control. Be careful not to get yourself mixed up with a man who has no limits. If he has no limits, ladies, I'm talking to you. You will only be accessory. You only be an accessory. If, if, if he has no limit, you only be a, an accessory. A man with no banner will come to see you, but never come hang with you. A man with no banner would play with your mind, but never try to gain your heart. A man with no boundaries will, will, will get all he can from you, and when he really doesn't care about you.
Mm-hmm. A man with no boundaries will see you struggling and use it as his strength to belittle you. A man with no boundaries will get you pregnant knowing the whole time he don't even care about you. A man with no boundaries will look you in your eyes and tell you you just as fine as wine and just use you for his sex toy and pleasure. A man with no boundaries would play on your condition instead of changing your position. A man with no boundaries would keep you in the place where you are and never get you to the place where God wants you to be. A man with no boundaries would keep you at the place of isolation and never get you to a place of divine destination. A man with no boundaries would make you love him. So strongly, but deep down inside, he in love with somebody else. A man with no boundary will make you love to your mind. Oh, you crazy about him. But deep down inside, he crushed your heart into pieces. A man with no boundary will keep you in the house because he got plenty of other women outside of the house and even in the street. A man with no boundary will use you like a keyboard and play you in any key but the right key. A man with no boundary will take you from oh shucks instead of increasing you from the inside he'll take you from nothing and keep you at that place instead of increasing the things inside of you a man with no banner will see the call on your life but because he's not connected to God he can't help you but do anything but kinder you in the process of doing the will the in the rim and doing the works and in the will of God, a man with no boundaries will talk you out of your blessing because he's jealous of what you might become one day. A man with no boundaries will never marry you. Y'all hear me? A man with no boundaries will never marry you. A man with no boundaries won't think twice about hollering at your friends. He, he don't have no boundaries. He don't have no balance. He don't have no boundaries. A man with no boundaries won't think twice about hollering at your friends. Come on, somebody. Or your family members. Not only does a man need boundaries, but a woman has to be conditioned herself. Y'all don't get me. Not only does a man need boundaries, but a woman has to be conditioned herself. A man with no boundaries will keep you from church. Because he's afraid if he keep you from going, God going to reveal the demonic spirit within him. Now, men, I, I, I need to talk to you. A woman with no boundaries doesn't care about you spending your money on her because she don't have no boundaries. A woman with no boundaries doesn't care about you, but doesn't care about you. Doesn't care about playing with your mind to get all she wants. A woman with no boundary will allow you to sleep with her unprotected, knowing she has a disease. A woman with no boundaries doesn't care about allowing you to impregnate her because she's going to use the baby as a source of income from you. A woman with no boundary will sleep 
in the same bed with you and text another man beside you. A woman with no boundaries would throw the load on you knowing you had something imperative to do. A woman with no boundaries would come with all kinds of events and activity to block you from doing your divine assignment. A woman with no boundaries would sleep with your homeboy and chill with other men. A woman with no boundaries would drop her child or children off at anybody's house and around anybody because she doesn't care. A woman with no boundaries would sell her body instead of learning how to lean and depend on the Lord. A woman with no boundaries would lie. Come on, somebody. Cheat to make herself confident in who she is. A woman with no boundaries, she's manipulative. She's 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 manipulative. She. She'll manipulate the situation. She'll make you feel that it's your fault when deep down inside she have not admitted all the things that she done and part she played. A woman with no boundaries would do anything to get what she wants because she doesn't know her identity and have a personal relationship with Jesus. A woman with no boundaries would not go to church. Because she being controlled by demonic influence. A woman with no boundaries, y'all hear me, will play the victim game on a real man of God because she's trying to gain brownie points by being manipulative. A woman with no boundaries will fake like she going to work to meet up with a man at a hotel for pleasure of sex. Y'all don't hear me. A woman with no boundaries will complain about everything you do wrong but never sees the thing Hallelujah. That she done to make you go off. I'm talking to somebody. I'm helping somebody. I don't know. I, I don't know who, who I'm helping. A woman with no boundaries. Always holding on to the past. Because she doesn't know the power of letting it go and release the hurt. Mm. And a woman with no boundaries. Will blame you for everything when all you tried to do was help her out her predicament. There got to be some order and there got to be some boundaries in order for this thing to work. David. David, David, y- y'all know David, the, the man after God on heart, the apple of God. Ah, David became king, and uh, he he got promoted, he got upgraded. But also, David had some issue. David had some issues. To get access fast, to get money fast, to get degrees fast, to get that position fast, to get that man or woman fast, to get pregnant fast, to get power fast. Too many people are so busy trying to find ways to scheme people out of things to accommodate their own self motives. They want a fast life, but fail to realize most of everybody in prison right now is not there because they were slow. They were in there because they was too smart for their own good. Their own good. They they want that fast life, but don't don't realize that the faster you get it, the quicker God will snatch 
the covers from up under you and expose you as a conniving, manipulative deceiver. Deceiver. You're deceitful. You're deceiver. That you are. Too many people want the position but don't have the power to operate in it. And too many people have the power but they don't have the authority to handle it. My God. Many want the position but don't want the responsibility that go along with it. So instead of them being able to obtain the posture, the posture, the posture, the posture uh, of it, they drop out of it. <laughs> they, 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 they weren't equipped for the position. They were doing it for their self-glorification instead of doing it for the glory of, of God and to glorify the Lord. You have to be anointed to handle certain things. If you get it too fast, you haven't established certain boundaries, order. You'll get ready to make a fool out of yourself. David rises from the palace to the backyard and doesn't even yet understand his identity. The gift he has because he he's always been told about the promises over his life. He's always uh, told how how gifted he is, how special he is, what a wonderful singer he is, what an awesome songwriter he is, how he can play the harp, how he killed lions and bear uh, with his bare hand, how he destroyed Goliath, and nobody ever, watch this, put responsibility for him. Listen, the most dangerous man is a gifted one with no boundaries and self-restraint. Let me say that again. Ouch. The most dangerous man is a gifted one with no boundaries and and self-restraint. It's, it's, it's dangerous to be gifted. But it's also dangerous to have no boundaries and no order. And that's what's going on in a lot of these marriages and relationships and friendships. And even in leadership. Too many people out here with many gifts. But don't have any order. They operate in ministry, business. But, 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 but they haven't cleaned their own business up. They, they, they can handle your affairs, but can't handle their affairs of their own. Come on, somebody. For anything to work or work out, there has to be some kind of rules and regulation. You got to have a, 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 some kind of order set up to, to be responsible enough to handle the affairs around you. When, 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 when you don't have any boundaries, y'all hear me, you feel like you can talk your way out of anything. When you don't have any boundaries, you feel like you can manipulate your way out of anything. When you don't have any boundaries, you, you feel like you can finagle away your, 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 your way out of anything. When you don't have any boundaries, you, you feel like you can use your buddy system to get you out of anything. And when you don't have any boundaries, you feel like you can use other people's name to get to your destination and drop them alone. The way you got to be careful when you have a gifted son, but you won't punish them. Y'all hear me. I'm talking to some mother. A son that's gifted and you leave him to his own mental emotion devices. A son that's gifted and you give a disclaimer. Boys will be boys. Y'all know we say that. Boys gonna be boys. That's a boy. He gonna be a boy. You're raising a psychopath who's brilliant with the spirit. Watch this. A manipulation. Here come David, beloved. He, 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 here, here where the, the, the reflection where totally out of control and out of bounds. Follow along with me. I, I don't have all day to treat this. First Samuel chapter 11, verse 1. 
This is the season that kings go to war and all the kings are supposed to be on the battleground. In this season, beloved, David sent his men out to war while he stays at home. I, I, I want to say this to the men that, 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 that listen to me and the women that married and even in relationships or, or, or looking to obtain a relationship. I want to deposit this in your spirit. If there ever was a time that we as men need to take a stand, the time is now. It's time for men to go to war. I said it's time for men to, to, to go to war. It's time for men to go to, to war. This is the season where real men going to go to war. And this is the season where real men are going to assume their position. Watch this. And the spiritual warfare. There is too much going on for men to stay at home. But men has to be on the battlefield. Mm. On the battleground. When it's already going on, you, you know, come on, let you be on the same sex marriage on the ballot. And now we're being awarded that a man and a man can marry another man. Come on. A woman can, 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 can and, and, and another woman can, can marry another woman. But my problem, y- y'all hear me, is where is the men's? I, I ain't talking about nobody. Where's the men's? Too many people. Too many people coming out. Y- y'all don't get me. Too many people coming out. Talking about what God called them. But scared to do his will. I said too many people coming out talking about God called them but scared to do his will. God doesn't put fear in him. But he put power inside of him to run demons away. I will not be a call minister of the gospel and line up with what I think is political correct and line up with the world instead of the word of God hoping I will get favor, watch this, from the government but I lose favor from God. I, 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 it's very, it's very, yeah, it's very crucial in this season of your life, and especially mine. I'm talking to the leaders now that when you stand, it's not for the capital height, it's not for capital kill, it's not for the state capital, it's not for the city hall. But when I stand as a man and you stand as a woman of God, it's letting them know that this is what God said, and God is calling us to, to be and in order. This is a season where real men go to war asking for your sake that you couldn't find the money for public schools, couldn't find the money for public housing. You couldn't find money to develop better extra activity for our children. You couldn't find a better health care bill. But but now you found $400 million to promote a casino and even a prison. Come on. This is a season. Y'all, y'all don't, y'all, 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 y'all don't get me. Well, we need to go to war. There got to be some real men that would stand within the boundaries and know that that, that the, the order of divine order. There got to be some accountability somewhere. Let me show you how how far off we are in diluting our theology and our biblical principle. You, you'll notice not. One rabbi, not one rabbi, not one rabbi is doing a commercial for same-sex marriage. You'll never see a Muslim. Mm. 
not doing a commercial for same-sex marriage. Why? Because Jews know where they're standing. Muslims know where they stand at, but we as Christian with y'all hypocritical self and then holy than thou self, you're doing anything you want to do to compromise the gospel. But God said in this season for men to go to war, go to battle. You, you you big and bad in the street, but get to church, you scared and won't even say nothing. You you have allowed some other individual to take your manhood, but you got to learn how to take a stand for what's right. And I know we love this holler. We I don't want to be offensive. I don't want to hurt nobody. Well, listen, if you stand for something, you won't fall for anything. I know we said together we stand, but divided we shall fall. But there got to be some boundary and some order must take place. Notice if you will in the evening. Good God Almighty. I'm getting ready to help you get out of bed, but, 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 but not in the morning. It shows you. A king that's out of order and has no boundary. He stays in bed all day. He doesn't understand there's a call on his life. There is a responsibility. And he don't even have a job to get out of bed. That there is something you have to do in order to shift something. People always holler, Pastor, don't nobody know what I'm going through. Well, maybe nobody know what you're going through, but God know everything. You got to have some, 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 some boundaries. Watch this. He had to set no boundaries. He had set no boundaries. He had to set some boundaries, but he had no boundaries set. He had to set some boundaries, but he had no boundaries set. He had to set some boundaries, but he had no boundaries set. He had no order for himself. A man, watch this, out of order has no time management. You know, I was reading a book, Mike Murdoch. Mike Murdoch says, a man who doesn't wear a watch, if he doesn't wear a watch, he won't value your time, and he won't value his own time. Here is David. He, he get out of the bed in the evening time as in a reflection, and he get out of bed, y'all, and out of control, and he begins to walk the balcony. He walks around the roof, and while he's walking around on the roof, he sees and spot a fine woman. But not only does he see her, but the position he sees her in, she's, she's bathing. He sees her bathing. She's naked. He's on the rooftop and she's across and he's looking at her all evening. Her husband out of town and all the men on the battlefield and, and she doesn't have a, a shower curtain or anything hanging to hide her from public. She knows she is right across from the streets from the palace and David looks he looks he looks and then he looks some more I, I must say that is listen no sins and looking brother y'all get me out but you you can look at the menu just don't order nothing off it David looks my beloved friends he see her across the way bathing he called his boys in and said bruh I never seen her before how in the world I missed that? Y'all don't kill me. I mean, I mean, she was too close to the palace for me to not have recognized her. Bro, you, you got to hook me up and find out who she is. They told him, they said, King, we, we, we on it. We, we got you. Uh, uh, stay right here. I, I'll be back with the information. Y- y'all know how we do, brothers. Always trying to set somebody else up. 
They said, we, we, we can't make out who it is from this far, so let me, let me go investigate. They came back and tell them, they said, uh, oh, man, you, you don't want that, bro. He, he said, I don't. They said, no, man, that, that's, 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 that's Uriah piece. She married. He said, is she happy? They said, from my understanding, she happy. They replied, she, she's good. He said, he said, okay. Okay. They said, they, 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 they cool. They, they told David, they said, they cool, brother. They, 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 they. Leave that alone, man. Leave that alone, king. They, they, they good. Don't that sound like some of us folk telling you leave that alone, but you still messing with they said, you don't want that smoke for real. Just, just leave that situation alone because she married. Not only is she married, but, but, but she, she, she has a father who's actively in, in her life. My, 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 my beloved friend, it, 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 it's my honor and pleasure to report to you that this point should have been the end of that chapter. He finds out Bathsheba is taken. She's out of bounds. She's married. Why is it she's spoken for? She happy, but David has no boundaries or discipline. Because he has no boundary and, and, and no discipline, nothing is off the table. Let me zoom in, look closer, and I'm out of here. At the point that you are willing to sacrifice your position, your anointing, your assignment, knowing you're out of place, you're out of order, you have missed your boundary. So that I am not confused, not just men, but every child of God need to have some boundary. You look crazy messing with a married man. You look crazy messing with a married woman. No matter how many times he or she tells you they're going to leave them, you better wait. Come on, somebody. There have to be some kind of boundaries, orders, and standards that you set for yourself. They, 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 they just going through something right now. Let them work out whatever they're going through. Because everybody goes through something. Y'all don't get me. He said, those that know uh, my sin shall get whipped with many stripes. Those that don't know my sin shall get whipped with, whipped with few stripes. A lot of us are getting whipped because we know better. Somebody say, ouch. Ouch. You got to set up some boundaries for yourself based on what you find out about them. Do they have any integrity? That's what you got to start asking yourself. Do they have any integrity? Do they have any character? You cannot win with somebody that has nothing to lose. Y'all miss me here. You cannot win with somebody that has nothing to lose. Why do you keep getting in bed with somebody? Y'all hear me. Whose mattress is on the floor. At some point in your life, you got to raise your expectation that even if they don't value who they are, I got enough value about myself to understand God invested too much in me to throw it away with somebody that don't have nothing to lose, that don't have no boundaries, that don't have no orders. Come on, somebody. There got to be some boundaries. I don't know who you are, but I'm done. Will you just lay hands on yourself and say, I have boundaries and I have order. I have boundaries and I have order. Matter of fact, I, I have boundaries and I will be in order. There are some people I'm not even fooling with. 
Yeah, 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 y'all ain't ready for me now. Say what you want to say. I, I said that there are some people I'm not even fooling with. That there, there, there are some people in this season I, I can't do business with. That there, there are some people I, I don't want to be seen with at lunch with. Because now I just set up some boundaries for my life. Y'all ain't feeling me here. Y'all ain't feeling me here. David was out of order. He didn't have no boundaries. But if I can drop down, I'm done. But I got to give you this here. Joseph was working for Potiphar in the book of Genesis. Potiphar's wife came to him and said, Joseph, now she's been looking at him. He young, good looking, strong. She said, Joseph, come sleep with me. Joseph did an improper assessment, diagnosis. My God. An analogy. And said unto himself, why will I sleep with you? Why will I sleep with you? Why would I sleep with you when I have everything in the house? And the only thing I can't have, watch this, is you. I need what I have more than I need a night with you. Y'all don't hear me. A lot of folks will do anything because of greed. Greed is, it, greed, is, greed is having just a little bit more. A lot of you don't understand that, that you've been sucked in by greed. Because you have no boundaries. You, you always want to have a little more. It doesn't matter who you affect. It doesn't matter who you hurt. It doesn't matter who you step over or step across or cross out. Because you're so selfish about your own needs. That you forget about who it hurts, who it offends, who life is on the line. A man and a woman with no boundaries. They, 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 they don't think about other people's feelings. Y'all, come on now, talk to me. They, they don't care about other people's feelings. They don't care about who they hurt. They don't care uh, who, who casually on their schemes of manipulation as long as they get what they want. David get a message a couple weeks from, 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 from Bathsheba saying, I'm pregnant. What does he do? He set up her husband to die. The one who's fighting to protect him while he's out of order, out of bounds. Some of your greatest hurt, I don't know who this word for, will come from people you helped. Let me say this again. I'm done. I, I done went over time. But some of your greatest hurt will come from people you've helped. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Let, let me say it one more time. Some of your greatest hurt will come from people that you've helped. After you help them, they resent you, but secretly they wish they could do what you do. But they're not man or woman enough to ask you how you do it. Now they act like it's an issue with you when actuality they want the life you have 
He sent Uriah out on the front line and he he ended up getting killed trying to cover a man with no boundaries and out of out of his divine order. He loses his life not even knowing his wife is expecting. And many of you, my beloved friend, that listen to me right now need to know you have been a target on the enemy list. You don't even know that the enemy is trying to kill you. The enemy is trying to kill you before you discover you expecting. Y'all don't get me. He's trying to wipe you out before you figure out what's inside of you that's going to have your name. If you really realize how much potential you have inside of you, then you'll be able to understand why you're under so much warfare and under so many attacks. The, 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 the enemy, which is Satan, say, if I can kill you before it comes to pass, you'll never know the seed that's been released. But I'm here to speak life unto somebody that, that listen to me. I want you to be encouraged that the enemy been fighting you like hell to kill you since last year, last month, last week. To keep you from coming through every attack because God has made just a valuable investment. Mm. That he refused to let the enemy wipe you out. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where uh, where, where are uh, are you? Uh, where are those that who has been on the attack? And the only thing that keeping you above water is you expecting. You expecting. Can you just declare? I'm expecting. I'm expecting. I'm 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 expecting. I, I'm expecting. If you know you're expecting something from God, I need you to step out on faith and shout. I need you to give God some glory as you know you're on the attack, but you expecting you 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 expecting hallelujah, hallelujah. You expecting God to turn that dead situation around and bring life. You expecting God to change that rebellious child into a sweet humble child. You expecting God to remove the gambling and schemes off of your husband, off of your man, off of your brother, off of your friend. Come on, somebody. You expecting God to touch your manipulating wife, your manipulating sister, your manipulating friend, y'all ain't saying that friend, you're expecting God to bless your business, you're expecting God to heal your body, who I'm talking to, you're expecting God to help you become effective in your ministry and leadership role you involve in, you're expecting God, hallelujah, to not only save you, but save your whole household, to save your family, you got to get to that place in your life, despite your family, your friends, Friends or people that you're connected to If they don't have no boundaries Then you need to have enough boundaries For yourself to tell them listen You is wrong and I don't care if it Make them mad it ought to make them Mad enough to sit down and think That yeah I messed up I've done Wrong they was right about it Sometimes you got to have enough boundaries For yourself to tell people Wrong is wrong and right is right We got to get to the point in our life Even with family where we stop going Alone to get along I don't care who gets mad. If you're wrong, you're just wrong. I don't care who walk out of your life. If people can't handle you in this capacity where God has you at right now, then you don't need them. You got to understand a door is designed for two things and two purposes. It's to walk in and walk out. And there's a lot of people in your life right now have walked in your life and God say it's time for them to take the exit. But because they're trying to take the exit, you too busy standing at the door, blocking 
blocking them, keeping them from going. When a person is ready to leave your life, let them leave. And sometimes God said, I remove them because the assignment that I have on your life is, is, is so authentic. It's, oh my God, you got to learn how to let people go. And God said there are some people, yeah, getting ready to come in your life, but they can't walk in the door because you too busy allowing other folk to stand at the door and block where God has for you. You got to set up some divine order. I don't know who I'm talking to, but there got to be some boundaries. There has to be some boundaries in your life. There are some things in your life. You know you was on your sickbed. You know what God has done for you last year. You know what God has done for you last month month you know what God has done for you last week there got to be some boundaries when you're laying on your sick bed you didn't know where you're gonna live or die but God has healed your body take a look at you now you don't look like what you been through there has to be some boundary you stop telling folks well I think God did it no you start telling folks what God has done I don't care if folks don't want to hear your testimony it's your testimony it, listen you went through enough hell you went through enough pain and surgery not to tell somebody what God has delivered you from and healed you from come on somebody you've been heartbroken you've been let down you've been kicked around you've been abandoned you've been lonely a lot of you suffering with silent depression right now you at the place where you feel lonely you feel like you don't know where you're going or coming but God sent me this morning to give a word to somebody let you know you're not going to die in that situation you are expecting God got greater in store for you This is your season to rise to your full potential This is your season to push everything that's inside of you The water has broken but they're waiting on you to push mm. What you have inside of you is a seed of expectation And the expectation not only going to change you But God going to allow you to change the world I don't know who I'm talking to But I prophesy right now That the next 24 hours of your life Will be a quickened shaken I bind every demonic spirit Satanic spirit Every hindering force Everything trying to trick you Trap you Detour you Distract you Destroy you Be sent back to the pits of hell Even to the center We lose skill Delivering and setting free over your mind Over your heart, over your finances Over your children, over your marriage Over your relationship, over your friendship In Jesus name There has to be some boundaries Set some boundaries up for yourself And as I close Hallelujah Glory to your name Lord mm. Whew, Jesus When it come down to your family where God is getting ready to take you. Oh, I feel God. Mm. They're not going to understand the call on your life. Because they're not connected to who called you. Somebody missed me here. They're not going to understand the call that's on your life. Because they don't know the person that called you. Yes, we all have been in darkness. But God has called you out of darkness. And took his marvelous light. Stop allowing people in your family. That's got the scale of blindness and deceitfulness over their eyes. And that they're not able to see. 
in the spirit realm where God is taking you and where God is placing you. We all have sin. We all got baggage. We all got flaws. We all make mistakes. Stop allowing people in your family to hinder you from going forth. Listen, 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 listen. Where God is taking you, they can't go. And sometimes you got to tell people, even in your family, your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, your, your listen, your spouse, your significant other, your boo, wherever you labor them, your honey, your sunshine, your, your night in shining. Come on, somebody. Y'all know all this stuff you say. You got to tell them the anointing is so strong in my life that I can't even control what getting ready to happen. You stop letting fo- folk make you feel in your family. That you know good. Stop allowing them to make you feel like that you're the target. You always the problem. You always apologizing for their wrongdoing to you. That's a spirit of witchcraft. Witchcraft is when they're playing with your mind. You're being bewitched. But God said in this season, He's raising you up in front of the same folk that don't believe it. They don't believe the dream. They don't believe you. The reason some of your family is hating on you because you're a dreamer. I just helped somebody. I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast. I don't know who, who listened to this word. But the reason your family is jealous of you because you are a dreamer. You are a visionary. You can see things. You see vision. They see nightmares. Mm. Ah, Yanobo see. God said you are a visionary. You're a dreamer, but they are nightmare killer. They're a dream killer. You telling them what God telling you and they can't see it. You seeing things happening in your life. The manifestation is flowing, but only thing they can see is destruction. Their ultimate job is sent by Satan as an agent to distract you, to detour you, and ultimately to destroy the vision, the goal, the purpose that God has placed within you. You got to get to that point in your life where you tell your sister, you tell your brother, look, I love you. But what I'm carrying on the inside is too much for me to allow you to cause me to have an abortion. I don't know who you are, but God said it's time for you to birth that. What he placed inside of you. You are expecting greater. Your voice will be heard all over the world. All over the nation. You are an international multicultural generation. Not only will you be blessed, but your seed shall be blessed. Come on, Abraham. Your children and your children's children shall be blessed. It's time now where you tell your family, you tell your friends, even folks at your job, you don't know that about me. Just because we were raised in the same house does not mean we came from the same, come on somebody, we have the same mindset. I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. Don't get mad at me because you can't see where God is taking me. You got to tell your family. Just because we grew up together doesn't mean we'll reach our destination at the same time. And I bind the spirit of division that's in your mind. And I know a lot of you, you love your family. Mm. Oh, I feel God. Hallelujah. You love your family. You'll do anything for your family. You'll sacrifice your life for your family. But God said there has to be some boundaries. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Either you're going to serve your family or you're going to serve me. And so many times we're so busy trying to serve our family that we forget about the call that's on our life. You're pushing them, but yet 
and still you being stagnated. You in the spirit of stagnation. You in a hole of stagnation. You, you, you're not doing what God has called you to do. You're not writing the book. You're not pushing that vision. You're not pushing that ministry. But God has sent me this morning to tell you there has to be some boundary. Chew you this day whom you're going to serve. They're not going to understand you. They can't understand themselves. And it's not you that they're fighting. Ah. <laughs> It's what inside of you they're fighting. They, they don't like the spirit that when you come around, everybody gravitate to you. When you come around, everybody see the, the joy. They see the peace. They see the favor of God over your life. And they get angry. Jealousy is a bad thing. You know, you got jealousy not only on your job. You got jealousy in the church house. But your own family can be jealous of you. They're conspiring to get rid of you. But you shall live and not die and declare the words of the Lord. I prophesy now that the next, hallelujah, event, you shall be the light. You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be the lender, not the borrower. But there has to be some boundaries. Stop associating yourself and assembling yourself around folks that don't respect the value and the anointing that you carry. You are expecting God said it to see the time for you to push. And God is sending people in your life to help push what's inside of you. God is sending people in your life to help push what's inside of you. Because there are some things, oh God, mm, there are some things inside of you that need to come out. But it can't come out because you're around folk that are trying to keep you in it. It's time for you to push that goal. Push that dream. Push that business. I don't, listen, I don't know how to start. Well, listen, there's a lot of stuff we don't know how to start. But one way you can start, by having faith. You got to start by writing the vision, making it plain, though it tear. Wait for it, for it shall surely come. This is the season. Well, I'm just going to wait on God. God said, no, don't wait on him. He's been waiting on you. When is you going to write that book? When is you going to finish that book? When is you going to finish that degree? When is you going to start that business? When is you going to start that family? When is you going to go back to your family and tell them you're wrong? I am who God called me to be. Stop allowing folks to kill you off in the season where God is telling you you shall live and not die. Stop trying to fit in with folks that, 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 that don't even know who they are. You know your identity. Don't lose who you are for people that don't know who they are. Love your sister, love your brother, but never forsake the call that's on your life. Push, hey, push wherever you are. If you can get by a wall, I want you to lay hands on that wall and just push. Wherever you are, it, 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 when you go home, at work, in a store, just find a wall, find a door, and just push. And God said to prophesy right now that when you push that wall, you're pushing that wall down. When you push on that door, every door that's been closed in your faith, God you're going to allow some doors to open up in your life. Hallelujah. Just push. Push the walls of pride down. Push the walls of insecurity down. Push the walls of doubt and defeat. You shall be who God called you to be. But there has to be some boundaries. Hallelujah. The boundaries is... Though they slay me, yet will I trust. No matter what they say about you, you just stay true to what God's saying. There has to be some boundaries. Remember, you were born with purpose, on purpose, 
for a purpose. You're not here by accident, coincident, luck, chance. But you're here by divine assignment, divine purpose, God-given purpose to compel, to tell people that you yet was a sinner, but now you're saved by grace. And if people don't understand where you are, don't worry about it. You just do what the Lord called you to do. Remember, there has to be some boundaries. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our live worship experience at the First Anointing International Church. Our world today talks about there has to be some boundaries. You have to set some boundaries up for your life, especially when God has a calling on your life and has set you aside. There's something you can't do. There's something you can't, you can't say. There's a place you can't go because God has set you aside. I pray that this word bless you. Listen, ask each and every one of you to share the link on your Facebook page. Share the link with someone. Tell them there has to be some boundaries. Even in this season where God is going to take you, there are some things you just got to tell people. Stuff I did years ago, I just can't do no more. Because God has changed who I am. I'm walking in purpose. There has to be some boundaries. We're going to let Doc McKenzie and the highlights close us out with, I will do your will. Thank you so much for tuning in. Pray God continue to bless you, keep you, continue to watch over you is our prayers. Lift your hands and say, Lord, here am I.
Tell me to do it, Lord. You tell me to go if you say. 